following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time for another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to our free live stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live, hear the podcast anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Inside this hour, one of our MLB and Tigers insiders, former major leaguer and baseball Hall of Famer for the most pinch hits in a single MLB season, John Vanderwall, West Michigan resident out of Hudsonville, played at Western, an unbelievable resume amongst the best to have ever played, teammates with Jeter, teammates with Bonds. The guy is a living legend. And as Superfly says every once in a while, man, we are blessed to have John Vanderwall in studio. We'll talk Tigers, their offseason, Shohei Otani. Uh, John is off the iRacing circuit for the day, so this time he'll be able to join us to talk about Shohei. Last time, when there were the rampant rumors that Shohei could sign with Detroit, Superfly called John and said, hey, can you come on the show? Bill's live over at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. JV said, I'm iRacing and hung up the phone. (laughs) John is an iRacer. We're looking to get a connection with Jeff Striegel and Berlin Raceway. And what was your last race? When was it? Uh, Yesterday. How'd you do? Uh, I was racing a road course in England, Orland Park. Yeah, I've been there before. Nice yeah, place. It is. They got foxes that run around with horses and stuff. So, uh, not not very re- not very good. But I'm just. Are you like a NASCAR level? I love racer? the love the NASCAR, but getting into the road rate, love road racing. It's a whole different ball game. You like yesterday we had 12 guys. What 150 some people were racing, and then you have your splits and all this stuff, but. I was the only one from America. Everyone else was from Europe. and So, so you felt like a flag flying, right? I did. It was, and I started in the back. I just wanted to get used to the track. And You were here in Neil Diamond. They come to eight, America. Seventh, you know, I was uh, using the clutch with this little, uh, this, this V car. It's an open wheel car. So uh, learning how to use the clutch again. In the that break, racing and, is really, it, it has taken off. Are it's you, big. Are you in a big simulator or just off of computers? Uh, I have a little. I have a little D box motion thing, and yeah. So I, it moves and stuff. Oh yeah. 
So you got to like, you walk Weight in. restrictions, though, you know, so you've got to have. So I'm out. Yeah, I'm you out, are out. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm <laughs> in your backup driver. Yeah. I don't think you fit in the seat, you know, <laughs> but. Look like, look like a clown car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, leaning to the right. Trying oh, to no, drive. you don't have to lean. It, it leans. It leans for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. So All right. So it's kind of like you're going to an amusement park. Yeah, have you, you ever went to Celebration D- Cinema? I don't know if they still have the D box yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the same company, same format, but I have it, and they have the. That's awesome. It man. is. It's it's fun. It's you don't necessarily need it, but at my age, you know, this is my hobby. I like to do. Yeah, it. I mean, you, you do that in golf, right? Yep. Pretty much are your hobbies. That's it. By the way, have you been to Ada Indoor Country Club yet on Pettis and Ada here? In I the have West not. State? You have invited me. I. You know, the holiday season. I didn't show up either on that Sunday, so that was, I had a that was a night after. Was that after Michigan? Well, what was that? Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. The, I was at the Broncos game, the Broncos Lions. Oh, I That's heard a, that was something special. Yeah, that was loud. We and shouldn't have sold our tickets, but we. Well, you have season tickets, right? We do. Yeah. That, did you get a hit with the big increase on the notice from the Lions? I think we were hit when we bought them. Yeah, I, I think it's the older. So I think older it, was, it went up like twenty five bucks a ticket. I it think was it's nothing. I think it's the older season ticket holders who are locked in on a price who now are getting the reports of you know sixty seventy percent increase. Yeah, so uh, I mean, probably what we were paying for our section one seventeen end zone seats, we we're up thirty seven. You know, row thirty seven. I th- I think they're great seats, but we're probably paying more for those seats than a lot of people who have been you know, diehard season ticket holders for all these years in much better areas. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I believe that the Lions are going to be, they're going to be around for a long time. So you're and upgrading the club seats? I don't know yet. We'll see if they could become available because right. they are really, they're, they're, I think they went up double what, what they love. Well, it's supply and demand. You know, it's, you know, it, it, that's, they're it, it's a business a, at the end of the day. They are. It's a, it's a risky proposition. I mean, you're going up 80% on tickets. You better win. You better win. And, you know, I, I understand completely why they're doing it. They, I, I read a story, John, that one of the big reasons from an anonymous source at the Lions why they did this is that so many people were selling their tickets this year and profiting off the tickets on what they paid for that the Lions are basically trying to say, if you're going to buy those tickets, chances are you're not going to sell them. You're going to use them. That makes sense. Right? Now, my wife and I have been to half the games, but, I mean, we have given our tickets to other people for cost. I mean, they're, they're friends, family. So we Yeah, do, for we, cost for family and friends is a nice little holiday gift. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hey mean, welcome, yeah. welcome back hey, we to the Vanderwall. Welcome back to the Vanderwall family Christmas. Uh, Uncle Vic from Hudsonville. I uh, oh, well, Uncle go, Vic, it's 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 thirty percent more. Okay, but hold on. You look. You, Uncle Vic goes. Oh, I'm going to open up my. I'm going to open up my Christmas gift from John and his wife. <laughs> oh look, I got 
I got six tickets to the Vikings and the Lions at the end of the year, and I only have to pay face value. <laughs> that is a steal. It <laughs> is a steal in, today, in today's you. world. Thank you, Uncle Vic. I hope you enjoy that. Now, By the way, we do have the square on my iPad where you can slide <laughs> your credit card and pay for your tickets. No, it's easier on Ticketmaster. It's you really easy. Just, you can just transfer and sell it. Oh. Uncle Vic, uh, can I get you an email so I can send you the Ticketmaster, buy my tickets. Well, three like, years ago, if I had season Merry tickets. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What'd you get me? Oh, John, I didn't get you anything except a portrait of you and your family. You got that a cost lion me stocking hat. $600. You got a lion stocking hat? For yeah, you? you get the free giveaways, you know. They, they send you stuff in the mail, the season ticket holders? No, actually going in, every every time you go in, you get something. So, and I'll tell you what. Season ticket holders do? Everybody does with a ticket. Oh, well, yeah, I, I know. I, well, I got, the, I got the ornament yeah, on the Broncos oh, yeah. game, but... They give you the stuff. Oh, they gave going. the ornament again? Oh, we got that in the mail. So that's what they oh, gave okay. out of that. Oh, okay. So I, I, I guess I don't got the MLB resume Hall of Fame. Well. But they give you, why don't they give you that going out? Because if they give you going in, how do you hold beers and hold your free giveaway? Well, or if you put it underneath your seat. I got so the we, third down we, sign. We, we, no, had, we, we had four of us. Three three of the ornaments got stomped on because you put them underneath your seat and people are coming by or you are and you're sitting down and you forget you had it there and you stomped on it. Where were your seats at? Oh, uh, Mooch from Coppercraft. Oh, club level, huh? 40, no, about uh, 38 rows up, about 40-yard line. Wow. Mm, lower level. Must be nice. They were nice. They yeah. were really nice. Yeah. You, get, you know, but if you're going for eight games... And the lines are going to be good with this window. Look at the youngsters like J-Mo and Jameer and Laporta. Uh, we'll see. I, I believe Goff, with a strong finish here and a playoff win or a great playoff performance or performances, will get that big four-year extension, right? And then a guy like Hooker could be groomed as their backup for the next couple, three years. I think that's what they're planning on. Well, he has I mean, to, Teddy Bridgeway, did he say this is he, his last he's year? Done. Yeah, which, I don't blame him. I it's mean, Hooker's set up to be the backup, yep. right? Which is which is a smart, again, from Brad Holmes, who should be executive of the year in the NFL. Well, look at the moves they made. Everyone was dogging look them. At, look at the young guys. Yes. And they're all under contract for a while. Yep. So your window is a little bit longer than the normal NFL salary cap window. Jamo, Gibbs, Laporta. Well, I mean, you and I have talked for the last couple of years in Lions, and we both agreed that you got to be patient. I have, and I said you got to be patient with these guys because I could, I could see it, and even in the first year, the players will die for this guy, for the coaching staff. I mean, the whole coaching staff. You, you can have, you know, one week they're great, the next week they're terrible. But this coaching staff that he's put together has done a fabulous job. The offensive and defensive coordinators. Phenomenal job. What we as normal fans look at and which we don't see is the injuries, how guys feel. You know, the Lions are going to have, you know, some really big pieces coming back on the defensive side, which is going to be really interesting to see what moving forward. Because I felt that their defense was, was really good, you know, against the, against the Chiefs. And then what they lose, two of their mainstays in the Seattle game. So they've been battling injuries on on the defensive side of the ball all year long. I think the defense has played okay. You know, our offense has gone through some tribulations where they've had a lot of three and outs, and that's when we lose. So 
uh, hats off to the Lions organizations. I know going in as a season ticket holder and we go in we go to the games that when you walk in, it's just kind of like a euphoric state. It's really cool. The people are that work there are awesome. They're happy. It's it's in and out. Um, you get into the game. It's easy to get in, easy to get out. The only thing that I think about Ford Field is the aisleways on on the you know on on the fifty side. You know you go down, not on the end zone side. Right. It, they're they're too shallow. I mean, there's just not enough room on there. And you did tell me uh, when I did get the season tickets that you know when you're on that lower bowl, it is it's very clustered, and it is, but. Uh, what a great atmosphere to watch a football game, and I am a proud Lions fan. I have been for years, and this is just awesome. To see yeah, uh, the the Broncos game was absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, I can't imagine what it will be like for that playoff game, the first one ever at Ford Field. And if the Lions uh, can, you know, find a way uh, to get to the one seed, you never know. I mean, you know, at, at worst here. Uh, it's going to be three seed with the home playoff game. So, what do you think they're going to do in the playoffs? Uh, are, are are they prime for a run? I, I I just think if they had home field advantage throughout the playoffs, I would think they could go in the Super Bowl. Seattle scares me. We've never played well against Seattle. I mean, home, that, home or away? No, I mean so that that that's a concern. The Rams are not quite what the what uh, the Mariners that Seattle is, but that that's the one thing that does concern me. I hope that we're healthy and we go in. There's a lot of luck in in professional sports too. You got to have a lot of luck to get to eleven and four where they are um, to win the division. So they have that, but now you've got to get. You have to be lucky. To be healthy, I feel in the playoffs to go far. So I we'll agree. see what happens. And there's some, you know, look at the Niners. You know, where they're banged up. You know, down to Darnold or Sam Darnold at quarterback in in that Baltimore game. And you watch what Baltimore did to the Niners and what Baltimore did to the Lions in Baltimore. I think Baltimore is the best team in pro football. They, they dominated. Sh- they showed it this past Sunday night. I think Lamar Lamar is the MVP. Purdy probably lost the MVP. Uh, on well, Christmas night, Monday night, Sunday night, my days with the holiday week get all screwed up right now. So uh, John Vanderwall, by the way, in studio, uh, we'll talk Tigers off season. I like what they're doing. Think about the new look rotation, some of the utility players they've picked up. They're in the weakest division in baseball. Uh, I do want to get to the Tigers, AL Central. you got to be happy. you got to be really looking forward to the, the coming year because – We've talked about your son, and you're so proud of him. I can't wait to watch your reaction on how he goes through the process of of trying to pick a school to go to because uh, he's a phenomenal player. He's just getting uh, looked at now. I think you know he's at, he's at least a D two player, and I, I feel he's probably going to be at a D one somewhere. Yeah, you know, with the new year, thinking about it, uh, I'm very happy with the way he's approaching it. He's not. Getting too excited. I, I think he uh, always says uh, thank you to people that show interest. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at other guys in the area. Like you coached, volunteered at Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central who won the D3 title, and they had a couple of D1 players. Yeah, right? Hutkins. I, I was so Hutkins cool. going to Purdue, and, and Alan True from 24-7 uh, Rivals Recruiting 
uh, in the studio last week said that Hopkins, when he went to the Under Armour camp and ran well and did well, was where he went next level. Well, then Allen was telling me that uh, he's here in Ace, may be invited to the Under Armour Combine that's, that's in Columbus, which I think he told me almost every kid that was there got a D1 offer. Yeah, and it was really cool because I'm, I'm close with the Hudkin family. Yeah, I've known Ty since he was just, we never, we didn't, we were hoping that he was going to grow because he was one of the smallest kids and he grew and phenomenal athlete. It was awesome to watch the family go through this process. And now you get to go through that same process. It's, it's, we got Max Richardson also. Max, Max Richardson is Central phenomenal commitment athlete. to Stanford. Yeah, I, you know, I hear he's got a lot of other, I, I actually listened to that show with Alan last week and, I am very encouraged that he's got other offers other than the West Coast. I feel that I would like to see him come, you know, a little closer over here so that we could watch him play. Uh, he's a phenomenal athlete. He should be able to pick where he wants to go. And, and we were fortunate enough to have these two athletes with us. Great, well, great kids. Well, too. John, you know, I'll say this, and I tell everybody, and I tell Ace to his face, that it's your work ethic. Absolutely. You, it, it, this is your hard work. It's not because I do a sports show or you know, you're a good talker. This is people, you don't have to say a word. They see your work. They, they see how you performed against Cam Van Sokoma, who was the captain of the defense on the Detroit Free Press All-State team. People, The film doesn't lie. Exactly. The film, you know, how you look on film that you were – gassed at the end of every game because you played hard. Yep. That you guys pull a lot. That, you know, I all I hear is, you know, don't lose that Sparky McEwen at Davenport said, tell Ace no matter where he goes to never lose that nasty side. It, and nasty in a in a fair way. Yes. Not not cheap shots, none of that. The thing about football, and I've said it in prior shows, is that you have to be a, you gotta be tough. You have to be tough in this game. And the two kids that are going to D1, Huddy and Max, very tough kids. Great kids, good school kids, uh, great grades, but they are tough kids. They get down and get dirty. Their work ethic is impeccable, and that's what's going to make them successful at the D1 level. I think they're both going to be successful. I think Ace's GPA for the first half of his junior year, I think the trimester at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, like 3.8, 3.85 with some, uh, I think, a couple three AP classes, advanced classes. And I think his workouts are at eight a week. Yep, I remember eight a week, that. Eight a week. And I know Forest Hills is the school system. Well, in power strength, Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson, I, I will say this, uh, what they've done with Ace and they've done it with a lot of other athletes in the area, uh, it is a game changer because what they do is – they create a situation where if you buy in with power strength, and I don't mean just monetarily, if you buy in on it, you're going to get this confidence. And that's what I've watched with Ace. There's two things, confidence and toughness. There's a difference between ego and you know just getting by. And I watch him after a game when he comes home and he's taken off uh, a wrap on the wrist, on both ankles, on his hip. And he played hurt. Or the the biggest moment was what Joe Schwander told me at the team banquet that against Cedar Springs, uh, Ace wasn't feeling well, had that crud all day. They didn't have school, so luckily he was a, if they would have had school, he probably wouldn't have 
you know, you got to go to school to play that night, right? And that, uh, and I noticed early in the in the game, first half, he didn't look right, right, just visually. And then at halftime, they said they go in the talk and they hear Ace throwing up, and that uh, the coaches are like, "Well, what are we going to do? Are we are we going to play him? What do we do? Get some water and Wait, get him on. out on the field." And Ace, and they, hold on, that's what Ace did. <laughs> Ace Ace came out from throwing up. The team hears that they're quiet. And he says, let's F and go. Yeah. And they go out and they were, I think, down one or up one tight game with Gus Capolco, who's a great coach at Cedar Springs. He is. And we win. Great program. And we come back and win. And Ace played his butt off. And when I saw him afterwards, he was like pale. Uh, but the toughness to persevere through, because the one thing that football teaches, John, and you're a, and I think it's why you volunteer. Like Ty Halleck, uh, the former NFL player, volunteer is with Tim Rogers, who just retired and had one of the great high school coaching careers in the state, is that you respect that toughness. That the, that toughness will be with you the rest of your life. That's why I, I tell people about Ace. I'm not, I'm not worried. I just always tell them, don't make a mistake that could cost you. Yep. And don't get caught up with a situation. Just be smart. Ask yourself, is it worth it? And I tell everybody I'm really comfortable for him being just turned 17 that th- this journey in football, wh- you know, whether he ends up at a D2 school, whether he plays for Peter Sturzma at Hope or he goes a great program. and plays at Iowa, I don't know. I, I I don't know. And I listen to Alan True. I listen to Ballas. I listen to Josh Helmholt, guys who are recruiting insiders, and they go, well, high D2, mid D1 right now. But between now and the end of his senior year, he could he could take a next level. Look how far he came in the last year. Yep. Right? And just a good kid too, man. I I love all my children, but but Ace is he's got that heart. Yep. He, he just uh, you know I I remember him walking out the door Christmas Eve, going you know because divorce situation, rotating holidays, weeks, and he stood at that door and he just looked and he. He said, like, I want to thank you for everything, and um, you have a great Christmas. And it was with such conviction from the heart, right? Yeah. And, and good things happen to good people, man. Yeah. And he works hard. And Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson, Power Strength, uh, what they've done, aces into his fifth year. Yeah, I've got a kid. Fifth uh, year there. Yeah. Fifth, five years of a commitment. And it's not just about the, the team, that sport. The commitment carries with you, and, and I'm telling you, football's been great. Schwander, um, you know, Mac with, you know, he's throwing shot, but he, I think he does that more for the social side of things. That the power strength commitment gave him, it's not boot camp. I'm not going to go that far, but it gave him organization and discipline. And then when you see the strength and your speed increases and your agility increases, or you can, broad jump eight feet and you're 287 pounds and you see it. And then you look in front of you of guys who have been through there, you know, that it motivates you. And and that's what we all need. Well, I have a youngster. His name's Will Smith. He's from Lowell. Great kid uh, has grown so much. And I mean, he's taller than I am now, but he went to power strength and we took like four months off before I saw him and he was a completely different kid 
from where I saw him in I'm August telling you, to when I saw him in, I'm telling you. the first time in November. It was, and I told him, I said, wow. I mean, you're not, you've gained strength. You've gained confidence. I mean, it was almost the confidence that you could really see. So I, I, I hats off to those guys. They do a great job. And the kids that go in and take the program seriously, because you got to take, uh, weightlifting's not fun. Well, it's beyond weightlifting. It's agility. It's yeah, boxes, but I mean, to go in and tires. do that every day, it's tough. Yeah. You've got to get yourself up, get prepared. It's not every day you're going to want to do that. But the kids that go out and put the time and effort into programs like this, those are the Well, the and to see. me, you can look at it and you can see their elite premiere, they call it, which you really have to almost try out to get into that group. You have to show that you've been committed, right? That, that You can look the list of quality high school sports programs, not just football, it's other sports. And you can see the impact that power strike has had on these kids, man. Mark Ennis had a vision and this Brian Paulson who worked with the Ravens. They, they do things. I'll watch ACE jump over five hurdles in a row and then broad jump. And you're thinking this dude's 287. I'm getting over maybe the first hurdle. Yeah. It's those are programs are awesome. The, the Delama Lears were the first guy, people that actually brought in, Strength and conditioning. They brought a guy. I forgot the guy who used to be the strength coach at Michigan. Barwis. Barwis. The Barwis method, remember? So Eric Eric, and Sandy were were light years ahead of everybody on this stuff. And they were they were really the ones who actually got all this stuff going. Uh, and I believe that's where um, Power Strength actually, I think they own the building over there now. But that's where they, they rented, up, rented from them and, and took their equipment and stuff. But uh, yeah, hats off to these people. Have done a, they've done a phenomenal job. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer. We're going to get to the Tigers conversation, talk about their offseason and where they sit right now uh, in the AL Central. You have a baseball question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Ring in the new year and get game day deals with One Stop at Meyer. Shop extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Select Coca-Cola, Pepsi, 7-Up, or Dr. Pepper products. Buy two, get one free. Plus deposit where applicable. And select Lay's party size chips or poppables, two for $6. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Cheer on your favorite team and celebrate the new year when you shop quality and One Stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you. 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Snowfall Lucky Draw, every Saturday in December. Select a lucky ornament from the holiday tree 
for the chance to take home your share of over $400,000 in prizes. It's the Snowfall Lucky Draw, every Saturday in December, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Huge weekend coming up with the Lions and the Cowboys on Saturday night. Don't forget... If you're listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, or if you're from the Grand Ledge area with my good friends Lanny, Randy, Joey, Jerry Preston, I'll be at Preston Sports Bar in Grand Ledge, downtown Grand Ledge, on Saturday night. I've been telling these guys they've been friends for 15 years. I'm going to come down there and do a watch party. So Cowboys and the Lions, Saturday night, Preston's Sports Bar. Well, actually, Preston's Bar uh, with Vic, uh, his son, Lanny's son, uh, so I have a lot of people who listen uh, on the game, 7.30 a.m. A lot of good friends I've met through the Prestons in Grand Leds. Join me there on Saturday. Where are you watching the game? Right at home. Well, okay. Well, sounds pretty exciting. Well, I get I'm – I'm an agitated Lions fan. I'm a little nervous. Why are you nervous? They just won the NFC North, Johnny. Well, this is a big game, man. This is going to show – no, they're six, they're they're six point dogs Bowl, right now. So if, I, if they're a Super Bowl yes. contender, if they're the only team to beat Dallas and Dallas this year. Yes, I agree. Okay, then they, they're number six in the power polls pretty much that I've seen across the board, the NFL power polls. So that's six, that's AFC, NFC. They're really two, they're in that group of three. They're in front of Dallas in the power polls. Uh, there's the Eagles who... Something doesn't seem right about them. That's what they said about the Lions. Well, it's when Hurts is going. Well, it's kind of like when Purdy's going, the Niners are going. Right. When he's not, when your quarterback's not going, it's like a point guard in basketball. Right. So if you don't have a point guard, you don't have an offense. And the same thing with QBs. We'll talk more about the Lions later. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, uh, joining us in studio He's in Cooperstown, the most pinch hits in a single Major League Baseball season. One of the sweetest swings from the left side you've ever seen. I saw that swing when he was a teenager through his final game. I was there in the stands, and he tipped his cap to me, and I tipped it back, and I said, Johnny, I taught you well. And that was the end, kind of like Robert Redford in the natural outside of the ribs bleeding, which I still don't know how the ribs were bleeding. Did he get shot? Yeah, he yeah, did. He got shot. That's always nice. He, he must have been in Kansas City. I told you about that when somebody got shot in the stands. Kansas City, Friday night game. It's crazy. Just shot in the stands. Yep. We didn't know about it until the next day, but maybe it was Robert wow. Redford. You know? hmm. Yeah, it's there's crazy people out there. All right. 
So let's get to. I'm trying to segue from shot in the stands. <laughs> hey, hi everybody! Welcome back, Bill Simonson, John Vanderwall, Kansas City Royals baseballs on the air. <laughs> Royals taking on the Tigers tonight, and uh, John. Before we get to the lineup, let's talk about target practice in the stands. It was. <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure the segue there. We're really dealing, Johnny. What I love about you, I really do love that when I bring you in, we never talk about what we planned on talking about. We never do. Yeah. We it always like we're going to get to the Tigers. People are like, okay, I'm waiting. How's AL Center? What do you think about Flaherty, Maeda? Uh, we're talking. Do you think it's sunny or is it cloudy? <laughs> we, we, we. I, maybe it's our yeah. combined ADD. We're good friends. Yeah, we're good friends, and we're both uh, similar psychotic people who require medication. But besides that, uh, we're all good. Uh, the Tigers um, again. Uh, they were honest about their offseason. They weren't going to spend big money on big free agents. They did shore up the pitching, which we talked about was a need. And Maeda and Flaherty are solid twos and threes, threes and fours. If they can stay healthy and Scooble comes back and you get a Reese Olsen can contribute. I mean, you're, you're talking AL Central where it's a race to what? 85 wins to win the division, if that, right? Yeah, and... I like the Flaherty deal. I mean, if they can get him back to, you know, where he was in St. Louis, that's that's big. And supposedly this guy can do it. This guy's a magic man. So if he pitches well and you keep uh, Scooble healthy, you know, they got a chance. Here's the deal, though. I mean, the Central's bad. And if they were in the East or the West, they lost 100 games. So this team... They're going the right direction. I like all the moves they made. We've got to be patient and let them develop is basically what it is. So you can't go, okay, they won 77 games last year, and now I'm worried they're going to win 85. They might. They might not. It's it's baseball. But let them develop. This guy's got a pretty good plan. He's bringing in these, these pitchers that were on a down year, and they're trying to prop them back up. I think that's a lot easier than going out and getting like Rodriguez that year where he, you know, he was supposed to be the all this and he fell. And I got a guy who wasn't very good, who has it in him to be good. Those are, I think those are pretty easy things to do. Those are, those are low hanging fruit. So they got that. If they can get something out of him, you know, maybe they got something. It's, it's just tough to tell. They're going to win games because they're in, the American League Central. Well, and that's where you kind of fit your roster to what you're saying is just compete, which keeps a fan interest there that you're competing for 500. Like I said, a few wins above that probably wins uh, the AL Central. They picked up Maeda, we mentioned, Fair, or Flaherty. I like that. Uh, Andrew Chafin coming back. Uh, Shelby Miller. Uh, the bullpen led by Lang and Foley. Looks like they have deep enough arms there. I you know, I look at this. It's how Parker Meadows can play the comeback from injuries for Riley Green uh, and can Baez get a swing back. If you want to tell me how uh, the Tigers fight for 500 or fight to win uh, the AL Central in order, it's those things. You hit it right on the head. I mean, I think Baez is the big is the big piece. Can't you fix a swing that easily when they got new you can. coaches? Okay, and- you can, and I believe I have not heard anything, but I believe they 
have stayed away from it because he's biased and he's making all this money. They've probably tried to hint at some stuff that he could do. It's not rocket science. What so he you're telling me like superstar names, which Bias has, and superstar well, type I money. I don't think he does. He's superstar money. He's superstar, not a superstar. Well, I don't know, but, but superstar money. That those guys won't listen to hitting instructors? It's a different game. Are now, bigger, yeah. You played around big names. You don't have to identify any names. Bigger the name, tougher to get the guy to make changes if he's struggling? Can be, yeah. Can be. He's got his money now. Were you open when, if you were going through a slump, did you listen to people? I did because, I mean, I went through, I got, when I was in Colorado one year, I was so bad that they asked me what to do. I said, send me out of here because I wasn't playing enough. I needed to, I needed to play to get my swing back. And I was just this pinch hitter there for two years and it finally caught up with me. I needed to play. So yes, you start, you listen to people. Don Baylor told me exactly what I was doing wrong. I said, get me out of here. I got to, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of this environment. I got to go see if I can play anymore. And I went down to the minor leagues for a month and got it back and I took off. But you need to listen to some people. Here's the deal. I think he looks at the guys that are there who are the hitting coaches, and he's, he looks at these guys and he's going, what did you do? What did you do? He's not going to listen to the analytics guys who haven't been a hitter before. Well, right? they've never played. They've never been in battle. They've never been in the trenches in the big leagues. And now you've got these kids that – and here's the problem I have with – all these young kids coming in and guys that haven't had experience at the big league level or even, or even extensive minor league play. I mean, there's guys that have played, you know, 12 years in the minor leagues who know just as much as I do about hitting. Where are these guys? And I know there's guys that were in that organization that they got rid of that were there that could do that. Well, maybe, maybe I'm Javi Baez and I'm looking at going, okay, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Okay. You played at Colgate you know, you played at uh, Sunnybrook and hit 260. You know, I mean, you haven't seen what I'm seeing. So am I going to listen to you? And and that's that's kind of the problem I have with a lot of things that are going on in the big league, you know, in a lot of these organizations with a lot of these guys that have these jobs in the big leagues that really don't have the resume to do it. And he might be going, you know, why am I going to listen to you? Well, the, the kid probably has, or they had, do have some good things because I have propped these guys up. I think they're doing a pretty good job, but that might be a block for him. He needs to, he, his, I'll tell you, his, his stance is too close and he, and he, he spins on everything. And that's his problem. I could get, I could get through to him because I told you what I tell him before. I'd be honest with him and say, this is what you have to do to succeed. Now you have the ability to succeed and to be a superstar again. You have it. But you have got to make the you got to you got to make it in your head that I am going to change what I'm doing, and until he does that, he's going to be the same old guy. I think he's going to change, so I think he's going to have a great year this year. And by the way, the lineup now with the addition of Mark Canha, there is a, a, a flag for me. You know, looking at the latest Tigers depth chart: Parker Meadows in center, Riley Green coming back from injury in right, Canha, journeyman guy that they picked up in left. That's a very sketchy outfield going into Lakeland. Well, you have Carpenter and Carpenter. Carpenter's DH, listed as DH. Well, right? he's going to play in the outfield too. I, I so Canha could end up being the DH, a right-handed think bat, right? In in a best case scenario, your DH is somewhere that you revolve and give people rest. I mean, so Canha and Carpenter, yeah, I mean, probably right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can throw anybody in the DH. He had Miggy there; he's gone. He so. He, 
I think on a, on a good team, you just don't have a guy with DHs. You have that's that's a spot where you revolve guys through and moving Veerly into third base too. But yeah, because they're trying to fit everybody into the outfield. Yeah, and I hear people say you you can't play him. Well, why not? I mean, you're not going to win this year. Let's be honest. He's a bat. You want to get in the lineup. You want him, and the only way you get better is to play every day. They were conservative on what they did. You know, they are going to give these young, which they should. They should give these young kids a chance to play and a chance to prove themselves. Either they're going to be a big leaguer or they're not going to be a big leaguer. So as a Tiger fan, I wouldn't say, okay, now we've got to win 84 games. You know, let's see how these young kids develop. Because let's be frank, you're still two or three years away. You know, you're really good at what you do. You are. You should be a major league hitting instructor. Never. I would. think you're a major league broadcaster. No, I do. No. Well, thank you. I appreciate I'm to that. But I, I, with the feedback I get from people between the argument, is Risden or Vanderwall better? Well, if Risden gets two hours. I get forty-seven minutes. I mean, geez. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe the insecurity <laughs> complex, Johnny. I got a big mirror in the studio. Every once in a while, we all got to look at the mirror. I know. I know. Wow, you're keeping track of minutes. <laughs> Man. Man, I'll tell you what. He's... No, I did my two-hour show back in the day. You know, we did a great time on that one, too. I don't oh, even think that's we... called When the Season's Going On. We didn't even talk baseball, I don't even I talk. Think. I don't even talk to Risden after the draft. <laughs> I don't even talk to him. During the baseball season, when the Tigers are relevant, I will have you on for oh, two hours. We already have done that. But in between, Ooh. in between Ooh, your hit golf lesson schedule, uh, your eye racing Mondays are completely off because <laughs> I got I got hey, little JV Junior. I hit Monday night. I got JV Junior right now in his little Rock'em Sock'em D box cart. Uh, I am going to get you over to the Ada Indoor Country Club, which is open to the public. The simulators do move too, so you get That's shots crazy. off a hill. So if you get on a hill, the simulator moves, and you got to hit a side hill eye. Yeah, and that would be interesting because I'm not a one handicap, and I am over at X Golf right now. And I'm like, man, if only You're a go- one handicap, if only golf. Well, I mean, you get six point eight feet gimmies. So um, the owner must be a must be a John Vanderwall. I, I fan. met the one, owner one of, one a couple weeks ago. We were in the we won we were in the Bell Game Championship for our league. We got throttled you that with night. Your, you with your son, right? My son and his fiance. We. Got there, well, and, yeah. Well, when they get married, uh, he he proposed. I think last Friday. So Did he really yeah. the holidays. Uh, congrats, man. He's a Thank good kid. You. He's really, you know, uh, being done with baseball. I wish I was a one. Life. That's kind of fun to be able to do that. Okay, like well, that. whatever. I, I, you're in, you're in the stroke the ego league. Okay, uh, out there uh, we will <laughs> we will get out to Ada Indoor <laughs> Country Club there on Pettis and Ada, and we'll hit the golf. That'd be awesome. Man, happy New Year, my man. Okay, happy New Year, brother. Love you. All right, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, one of our Tigers MLB insiders, in studio here on the Huge Show. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the holidays are here, so what would you like for the perfect gift? 
maybe to score big on a same-game parlay or get 150 in bonus bets instantly for betting just 5 bucks on basketball. Pick an NBA game, Pistons, or any other team. Bet 5 bucks, You can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for using code HUGE when you sign up. This is for new customers. And also, you can get in on the improved same-game parlay anywhere feature. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, get more details there. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now if you want to get in on that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. That's code HUGE you need to use when you sign up. Simple and easy. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 plus, Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back in The Huge Show across Michigan, wrapping up this hour. Reminder, don't forget, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart. Podbean and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. And if you want to find out the closest radio station that carries the show, go to thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. 